away from me. <laughs> You're the stupid one? Yes. <laughs> it's me, Captain Dumbpants. to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the show where these idiots try to tell you how good the Avengers is, as if you did not already know. On with the farce, <laughs> I'm Lizzo. Well, thanks Autopilot. Uh, yes, we are the Movie Dummies, the show where we are dummies about movies, and I'm Joe. I'm Matt. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela, I guess. <laughs> Your name is Bill, you idiot! I'm Bill. Okay, thank uh, you. Bill. It was close. It's close, guys, but Matt, we made that it. That was a close call. Oh. Yes. Or should I say yeah. Shannon? <laughs> Do you not even know your own names? Mm, your no. own fake names? No. Yeah. Then I'll never I... tell you my real name is Francois. Ooh. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> yes, this week on the Movie Dummies podcast, we're going to talk about 2012's The Avengers. Oh, what a good movie. I can't wait to talk about it, but before we do so, we got ourselves some recommendations to talk about, and Matt missed the last podcast, so he's going to be surprised at some of our changes. Hmm. He is. It's going to be fun, though. Yes. So let's start with Matt, since he missed last time. Buddy, what are your recommendations? Did you finish Um, Jessica Jones yet? I did. It was amazing, Mm -hmm. so I recommend that you watch it in all its amazingness and glory. Uh, unfortunately, I've been super busy, so I only have one other recommendation for y'all. Okay. Um, and it's a recommendation with conditions. Well, so, oh. like, do I have to put on a balm? Those are my favorite kinds. Uh, well, I don't know how to answer that. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, if you're not a fan of being a nerdy card player or a Magic the Gathering, or you're not interested in learning how to play Magic the Gathering, then you won't like this. So just fast forward like 20 seconds. But gotcha. uh, I've been playing Magic the Gathering Arena. It's in beta, and I've been enjoying it. Um, it's super fun. Cool. Well, alrighty. Would it break your heart to know... About a month ago, I was walking the boys to school, and I'm walking through this parking lot of this apartment complex that's on the uh-huh. way, and there is, I don't know, 4,000 Magic the Gathering cards all over the parking lot that they, uh. evidently, they had put them into the dumpster, and when the trash man came, they just went a flutter in. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> that is rough. I know some of that's real cash money. I don't know if it's what the market is today it's, but it used to be pretty good i i have a really sad sob story um okay. back in the day i owned one of like the dual well i owned three of the dual lands which tell me back more. Then, i sold for about i don't even remember i think it was like 20 dollars a piece and i was Ooh. like hell yeah 60 bucks but now they're worth over 300 dollars like oh, way wow. over $300. oh i remember back in the day i had a yeah, deck of magic cards sad. And mm-hmm. I never played it once, but I did have a <laughs> card that you were eyeing pretty hard. It was called the Jester's Cap. 
Yep, yep, yep. I don't know what that was worth at the time or what it's worth now. It was like thirty dollars at the time, I hey, believe. That was thirty bucks. It's a lot to like a seventeen-year-old kid. I don't think we're even that old right? yet, but yeah. No, probably not. I think I just gave it to you, anyways. I don't remember, but probably. Yeah. I had no use for it. <laughs> right. Look what I have. Uh, you want to play magic? No, right. no, <laughs> not even a little. Well, all right. So, Magic: The Gathering Online—it's a beta. Do you get that via yeah, Steam? It's, uh, arena? No. Um, you can just download it from the website. And okay, Magic Online is actually a completely different entity. Um, and arena so arena the upside is that it's free and magic online you have to pay for so okay so this is a free mmo sort of yes sweet yar yar well what do you got there angela Alrighty. so this week i have a couple of things that i watched uh i discovered the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix. it's pretty good. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm a big fan of Joel McHale, and this show is essentially talk soup. That's, yeah, that's it's exactly what it before, is. Right? He, even, he jokes about yeah. it every week. Right. So if you miss that show, like I did, this show is perfect because it's the same thing, and I love it, and he's funny, and it's nonsensical. And, you know, the Penis McHale show completely. with Penis McHale. <laughs> right bill because bill nye went back in time and changed his name that's right and uh paul it's, feig it's is on every episode yeah yeah he got the last one i saw he got blinded by some perfume the dude is <laughs> you know who paul feig is right everybody here no, no. famous movie director paul feig he directed things like spy bridesmaids ghostbusters stuff like All that. right He's a okay. he's a very yeah. funny man, always dressed in the suit as he is on the Joel McHale show. So he's he's legit talent, and he's producing this, and he must be buddies with Joel McHale or something because there he is every week, and he had his they face seem buried. To have a lot of fun together. You know the guy who is One Piece man. Yeah, he had his face buried in his butt cheeks a few weeks ago. <laughs> what is oh, that? That's yep. fun. Uh, it's way out of context when I say it like that, but right, right, right. As the probably- yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw it. It was uh, during the I'm fully funded uh, Kickstarter section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah. It's essentially just like a clip show. Like yeah, it's talk Tosh soup. Point oh, or yeah, it's it's talk soup. It, it's you know, it's fun. That's it's how he was made famous. Consequential, but it's it's super fun. Yeah, the season's almost up, so we'll see if they get picked up for more. Is this for I hope video so. That you sent him? Yeah, the the tongue video. Oh my god! Yeah, the Yeah. I thought I was going to die when I saw that the first time. We did. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It, yeah. We had to be resuscitated. It was lovely. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Yeah, I watch that show every week. It's a lot easier to take than something like John Oliver. I mean, I do enjoy John <laughs> John Oliver. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I like Last Week Tonight, but I, I can't like it watch too. It all but the it's time. very very hard left. So it, it, it is. It, it is. is. It, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to take because it's not a point of view anymore. Sometimes, sometimes it's just propaganda. Sometimes. So yeah, you know, I can't I can't watch it every week. I, I pick it up and put it down, and pick it up and put it down. Mm. You know. I like some of the Although other stuff, I, like some of the stories he's done about like special elections and special districts, and you know some of the other stories like uh, the Bank of America stuff. 
you know, when it gets too much on like um, actual politics, it's always very hard left. So it's right. It's not really it's, a balanced point of view. No, no, it's not. But it, it can be very, very informative. There's, yeah, some I, of the other I've stuff. I've learned some great. things about right. I've learned some things about our government that I never would have known otherwise. So his piece on credit reporting companies was really good. Agreed, and uh, he did a piece on how uh, car, those quick car loans or whatever, how oh, they yeah. just destroy people. Yeah, that's that's fun. Oh yeah, yeah some of this stuff's very fun. destroy people. That's fine, but you know, with uh, with Joel McHale, you just get a lot of the it's a lot of the knows It's all digestible. <laughs> None of it means anything. Right, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a thing that when it went away, I didn't know I would miss it, and I didn't miss it while it was gone. But now that I see it but again, it's, it's like, back. oh, I missed that. Right? Yeah. It's exactly. so stupid. I love it. <laughs> and the other thing that I watched this week was Sylvester Stallone's The Ultimate Beastmaster. Oh, what? Yeah. It's a Netflix show. Oh. Yeah, it's it's like Ninja Warrior or American Ninja Warrior, or you know, it's like an yeah. obstacle course, but they're it's. Six different con- or two representatives from six different countries are all battling the beast. Ooh. Yes, and each each country has its set of announcers. So when yeah, the, so when it's the, like broadcast. it's a Netflix country, a country that has Netflix. When it's broadcast in in their Netflix, their people are the focus, and their announcers do all the talking. Wow. Right. Oh. Our announcers are Terry. Is it Terry Crews? No, no, no it is not Terry Crews. Um, Why am it would I thinking be a lot Terry more Cruz? fun if it was Terry Crews. I don't know. It's another. There, the one of them is a black dude. No, he's not I could have thought Terry, Terry Crews was on an episode once. That's why. I don't know. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I'm, look it up. Uh, I might even think that Terry Crews helps produce that show. It. I have no idea. Is I know it? it's. Uh, it looks a lot more difficult than. Oh hell yeah! Uh, American Ninja Warrior it does Although, not look as difficult as regular Ninja Warrior. Wow. And did you try out? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Jeez, I can't no, even no, do no, a no, pull no. up. I Presented mean, by Terry Crews. Okay, uh, I've, I mean, I'm oh, okay. Season, season one. I'm watching season two. Yeah, so it's Tiki season Barber. Two. Yeah, Tiki Barber and uh, Nick something or other. Chris DeStefano. Yeah, Chris DeStefano. That's that's not Nick at all. But yeah, he looks like a Nick. Any hoozles. Okay, I know it wasn't crazy. I'm not like some racist <laughs> who just sees a black dude and was like, "It's Terry Crews." Oh, look alike. All right. I, I the only reason I knew for sure it wasn't Titty. <laughs> Titty Cruise. Hey, I want to go on a Titty Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> you want a motorboat there? Ooh, he, there was no booby bounce. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no peck bouncing without Terry. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Oh, my brain just did something fun. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, it looks really, really difficult. And like the women that go on there are ridiculously. Um, Beefy. strong and fit and and they 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 never do very well because they're they're short and a lot okay. of the obstacles require jumping like seven foot gaps and stuff so i would fail yeah, yeah. I wonder if that that chick who aced uh american ninja warrior will go on there jenny that, that would be interesting what's her name jenny graf 
Was she the one that yes. was? I don't know. She used to do stunt doubles uh, for like Supergirl and stuff. She's a stunt woman. That would actually be really interesting to see because then we'd get a good representation as to which obstacle course is more I'm difficult. Because the Beast looks more difficult than American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior has stepped up their game recently. They've got some pretty tough stuff going on there now too. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? I I thought I I don't I haven't watched it in a while, but I thought it was pretty soft compared to regular Ninja Warrior. So it used I didn't yeah watch it very long some of it, but it's getting harder. You know. Well, that's good. Not too hard for Stephen A. Mel to run through it. Ooh, he's dreamy. Anyway, um, I have yet to see anybody actually beat all you know beat all the levels. No, I didn't. Wa- I watched an episode, and I was like, "This is too hard. <laughs> I'm done watching this." It's it's, hmm. but they do it in a way where it doesn't really matter if you finish or not because right. you get points for every obstacle, and there's point boosters and stuff. So, and the points are cumulative throughout all the levels. So, even if you do really poorly one on one level, you still have a chance to win. So, yep, it makes it somewhat interesting i guess but you know it's very rare on ninja warrior somebody actually rings the bell and the the final obstacle too so right but you don't win unless you do that so that's that's the other thing is beastmaster there's always a winner regardless so that kind of bums me out you know there are few there are few true ninja warriors in the world because very few people have been able to successfully do it sure and i've seen people who had done it the previous year they can't quite not do be it, able to do know, it again. Year, so, yeah, hmm. no, it is Ninja Warriors legit too. Don't take nothing away from it. Yeah, no, for sure. So, anywho, Ultimate Beastmaster. Be yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's bingeable. Beastmaster. Okay, you ready for your recommendations now, Shenanan? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I've been it. ready. So let's see. I decided to watch Daniel Craig. James Bond movies lately. Interesting. Daniel Craig. Is he I, in... I can't take her review seriously, though, so let's hear it. <laughs> Is he in Die Another Day? <laughs> no. That's not his, right? Correct. Okay. So we have, like, all the Bond movies. So I, I'm like, when does he start? So I started watching at Casino, Casino Royale. Royale. Correct. And I was just like, huh. Maybe it's because I haven't seen the other James Bond movies, but I wasn't really impressed. It's only the best one, but that's fine. I didn't really <laughs> like it. The story's super rich. The action's really tight. Uh, you know, whatever. It, ha- it involves uh, giving Bond more character than any piece? other Bonds put I together, so. but whatever. No, no moaner for me. I It was just, I don't, yeah. And I was like, do I even want to try, uh, what is it, uh... Quantum of Quantum Solace. Quantum of Solace. And so I did. And I was like, I kept falling asleep. Quantum of so Solace boring. is a tough set. You kind of have to watch it back to back with Casino Royale because it was during the writer's strike. So there's no writers for that movie. Oh, that Yikes. makes sense. It, it was like Daniel Craig and the director wrote that movie. <laughs> and they had to do it off. They'd like flying off the seat of their pants because they had to get the movie out by contract. Gotcha. So they just kind of made it up as they went along. Wow, that's kind of And it turned out okay, crazy. but it is a immediate, like... Casino Royale ends, Quantum of Solace picks up that second. It does. So you have to kind of watch it with, within a reasonable time period, or else you're just kind of like, you know. What's happening? It's a real decent three and a half hour movie. 
I yeah, That's I would agree a with that. Really long movie. I well, I finished Casino like Royale hours, and wrote a review and then popped on Quantum of Solstice. Solace. Solace, whatever it is, and I've been watching it now for what three nights straight. So we'll see yeah. if I finish it. It's <laughs> tough, you know. They Bond. I don't know. I'm going to get Bond nerdy on everybody. I guess. Is there anyone else here a fan of Bond movies? I've never seen a single Bond movie. <gasps> I am not opposed to Bond movies, but I don't know if I'm that big of a fan. I'm not like a super duper fan, but I, I have seen all of them. <clears throat> um, well, that sounds like you are a fan because there's like 30. Yep. <laughs> 26. 26. Yeah. 26. All right. I stand corrected. Close. Close. Yeah. Over almost 60 years, though. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, so that's. I had time. <laughs> yeah. Lots of time. You know, that's that's only like three seasons of a series on Netflix worth of watching. So don't talk to me like you guys have never done that. Wow. No, no, for sure. Nobody's judging you, Joe. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. So, so. I, I really love the reboot. I love Casino Royale. I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. He doesn't look like any of the other previous Bonds. He's short. He's blonde. Mm-hmm. He's ripped. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. Um, I think Keep going. Sean Connery was in decent shape, but then he got real soft. Roger Moore started soft and just became an old man, like tottering around as James Bond. Timothy Dalton was awesome Bond. He gets no credit. Um, George Lazenby was real good in his one chance as Bond. Um, then Connery wanted back. What a prick. Because uh, Lazenby would have been good for a long time. Instead, we get Roger Moore. Everyone loves Roger Moore. I'm not a fan. He was He was old to start... He wasn't much. His his movies are where all the is why Austin Powers became Austin Powers. Right, oh. that's where all of the camp started to come in. Gotcha. You know all the silliness when people stop taking Bond Jeez. seriously. Maybe? Correct. I'm and then they tried regretting. they tried to reboot that and get out of that with the Timothy Dalton too, but they didn't quite get there. He, he would he didn't land with audiences as much. And then they they went back to the campiness with Pierce Brosnan a little bit. Like, GoldenEye isn't that campy, but as it goes on, it gets into ridiculous levels. Uh, that's why I didn't want to start with Pierce Brosnan. And then, like, Austin Powers comes out, and what they said was, is it ruined it? Like, we, they're doing all our jokes better than we can, so uh, we can't right. do this anymore. So they had oh. to do this reboot with Daniel Craig, and they decided to make it more like Jason Bourne yeah. and less like James Bond. Well, that makes more sense because I was like, whatever, this guy can't like jump through windows and fall off buildings and just walk away. You know, I could, what is he like, got, uh, I don't know. Well, you see the effects of that on him. Like by the time Skyfall comes around, he like, he's like barely walk. He's, he's in rough shape. He's in rough shape. He makes it through three years and then he's done, you know. You know, so it, you know. But I really enjoyed Quantum of Solace because what it did was, is in the old James Bond movies, there was this thing called Spectre, right? Spectre, mm-hmm. was, Spectre was this evil organization who was behind everything, and they were just right. this Spectre. And they didn't was know the, who it was. Uh, was the evil guy from Inspector Gadget? Dr. Claw. <laughs> Dr. Claw. Oh, Dr. Claw. That's yep. right. Next time, Gadget. Yeah, and <laughs> he's a play on um, Blofeld. From, you know, he's a mix between like Doctor No and Blofeld from uh, James Bond, and uh, so they had this opportunity with Quantum in Quantum of Solace to for this is that a really log monologue for that to be this new organization and make it different, make it something new. But they totally 
ruin that. I think mm-hmm. Joe's a fan of the Bond movies. I think we've established that. I don't know. I have my opinion. I, I, I do like them. I thought Quantum Solace was weak. And while I like Spectre, the latest one, I I think it was a mistake. And I think uh, everybody involved knew it was a mistake. Christoph Waltz isn't even going to come back. So That's what I want to get to. I want to get to Spectre and see. I like it as, a, as by itself. But oh, as far as being point. part of his, Daniel Craig's storyline, it doesn't fit. Gotcha. I have two other recommendations. Let's hit it up. <laughs> I watched this week on Netflix The World's Most Extraordinary Homes. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It makes you really feel depressed that you don't live in this amazing <laughs> like, place in the middle of the Oh, you also don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Like, most of the houses are like in New Zealand. That Billions look of dollars. Amazing. Yeah. Like, the lady said she went broke, and she couldn't even live in the house that she had built. Well, that was a good idea. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> it's not important, you know. And most built. of these extraordinary homes that I was watching a couple with her aren't these people's residents. No, they got to travel to them. They're their secondary house. That's insane. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. They're extraordinary. They're like hotels. I, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they second- are. Yeah. I, I'm hoping to build my second home in my backyard called a like tree fort without a tree. I just <laughs> I can't watch stuff like that because it just makes me angry. Yeah, <laughs> well. So, but I and, did, but not like oh, I need that. Like I can't believe anybody has this. Like nobody needs this. Why? No, does this it is exist? what it is. Exactly. That doesn't make me mad. It's just what makes me mad is like, but that's what you're going to spend your money on. Is you know. It's so disposable at that point. It's Your income very, is right. so disposable when you just have a whole house you don't live in mm-hmm. and no one lives in it. That's worth billions of dollars. You know, if like, you want to, it's just ridiculous. If it's I had another milk. place, like if we if we get a house in a different state that we go to in the summers, I'd rent it out the rest of the year. Right. So it would be an just, income thing, but these things are empty. <laughs> I'm just going to militarize my cats and take over the neighbor's house. Perfect. <laughs> That'll work. Oh, just put man. laser beams on their heads. Rambo. There you go. Rambo the cat, you know. Name them all. Like Arnold and Dutch. Harry. <laughs> uh, my last recommendation is a show Joe and I started you to watch. son of a bitch. We haven't finished the first season, but I love this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I know what you're uh, saying. The Goldbergs. So... It's a show that takes... Wait, wait. It's Adam Goldberg telling a story through... Adam F. Goldberg. It's not Adam Goldberg. Oh, there's more than one? Yes. Oh, Adam F. Goldberg Mm -hmm. uh, is telling a story through his video camera when he was a child, like maybe eight, Rephrase that. You're leading them on down a very wrong path. That's not what the show is at all. No, but it's a preface, so to speak, of him doing that when he was a kid, but it's not in real time. So it's like you see little bits and pieces at the end of each episode of him videotaping with his camera of his real family. Hold on. Are you guys confused? Uh, I wasn't paying attention, so no. (laughs) 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 She she got off on like a weird tangent. So the show is about Adam Goldberg's life, Adam F. Goldberg's life. It's about his family. Based loosely on his real life. Okay. In the 80s. It's set in the 80s. Okay. Keep reading my thoughts. No, now, now can you can I say finish? what you're going to say, but you're you're telling them it like okay. takes place in a video camera. And 
It doesn't take place. That's what you said, though. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyways, it's a story about his family. His overbearing mother. Oh, his the, father, the mom is the best. <laughs> the father who comes home from work, be like, I'm done, takes his pants off and sits in a chair. Played by uh, Jeff Garland. Uh, he's got an older brother who reminds us of our own son. He's just <laughs> special. It's funny. And then an older sister. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like. It reminds me so much of my childhood. It reminds us of our kids, too, which is pretty yes. funny. So it's kind of got some... <laughs> and the the real fun of it is we watch it with the kids, mm-hmm. and they're like, is this what it was really like in the 80s? Like, <laughs> you had a cassette? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. You went to the... Mo- uh, wait, wait. They went to the um, rental place to rent yeah, a movie. Yeah, to rent a movie, and it wasn't there. He's like... Sick- they said sixty dollars because it wasn't returned, and Luke and Oliver are like sixty dollars for a VHS. Yeah, that's what they cost. Twenty dollars for a DVD. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yep. But some of the hairdos and oh yeah, the clothes and just the mom things. Like this mom is like, oh my goodness, like she's in everybody's business. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, for sure. So, oh, but it's. It's a good laugh. I highly recommend it if you get a chance to watch it. Yeah, to... it's, I think it's almost must-see TV. It's on Hulu, the whole series, so or okay. what is available of it thus far. Okay, we're I will a... check it out. Well, all right. Well, if that's all for you, Shannon, I will get on to mine. Yeah, hurry up now. <laughs> <laughs> you you know... pretty much stole all my recommendation time by talking through it. So, come okay. on. I must do the same thing. Uh, I must do... I can't remember what I did. Oh, the voice you were doing last episode. Okay, my recommendations are do not see a movie called Veronica on Netflix. I wanted to watch it because I heard on the internet it's the scariest movie ever made. Yeah, he was so excited about watching it. I said, watch it in the dark, and it was all like, ooh, it was not... It's not even... It's just... How do I say this correctly? It's not even a good movie. Dun, 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 dun. It's definitely not the scariest movie ever made. It's definitely not ba, even the ba. moviest movie that's ever been made. Ba, <laughs> it's barely a movie. <laughs> it's based off of a story, a real life story. Scary. Um, and a real life police report that has been going around paranormal circles that's filled with complete, utter bullcrap. <laughs> and... It makes zero sense. Nothing's connected. There's no characterization of anybody. You just watch these things play out, and it's it's absolute garbage. Don't waste your time. Skip, skip, skip. Okay. Alrighty. I don't watch horror anyways. Next. Anyways. Yeah. You did one. <laughs> so On no Netflix, moaner? No moaners. On Netflix, <laughs> I did watch the second season of the BBC show Dr. Foster, season two, Doc- series two. Dr. Foster. Dr. Foster. It was very good the first season. It was a drama, um, very well acted, very well produced, had an interesting story. I didn't know how they could make a season two out of it, but they did. And it gets even more bleak and more drama-filled. It's it's insane. <sighs> and it's just so well done. You feel so bad for this lady who has kind of dug her own grave. And, Yikes. But it's not. it doesn't affect her necessarily it's so you have to watch it affects it. the other people oh you'll have you just have to watch it you have to see just okay her and her husband have this volatile relationship 
And no, I trust you. It, and it just falls in the first season. It just falls apart. And in the second season is the aftermath. And just like you get to see this wake of destruction of personal destruction, just go across all of their friends and family. And Aww. it's, it's real. It feels real. Like this chick is a professional doctor in England, which means she's employed by like the state or whatever. Right. You know, right. she's, she's got her stuff to do. She's a professional lady, but she's like this just vindictive mess. <laughs> outside of work and it it's like that's how people really are when they've been screwed that hard and she gets screwed Uh, hard by so i don't want to spoil anything so just just well remember this is rated g i do recommend it (laughs) okay okay the next thing i want to mention is i had to watch another movie for school and i had to watch a very very good movie yes called la confidential oh i've seen that Ooh. Yeah, if you've never seen L.A. Confidential, it's a neo-noir starring Russell Crowe, I don't know, everybody, Who's Kevin Spacey, one? Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger from Batman that I just watched. Uh-huh. She was in Batman. She's also yeah. in 8 Mile. You want to mention that? And my yeah. stepmother's an alien. My stepmother's <gasps> an alien. That's a good one, too. With Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Seth Green. Seth Green, Dan Aykroyd, Are we just throwing John names Lovitz. out there? But anyways, LA Confidential, if you've never Peter seen it, Parker. I highly recommend it. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, Wade Watts. Is that a person? It is in no. Ready Player One. <laughs> I was just So I names. said to myself, I said Penelope. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Wade Watts, Penelope. my last and final recommendation is a novel by Ernest Klein. Oh. The writer of Ready Player One. He wrote a, a novel called Armada. And it is a yes. it is the last Starfighter, basically, but better. Ooh. If I there, can't there be a twist. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it. Will Wheaton reads the audiobook, which is what I listen to. It's quicker than Ready Player One. It's much shorter. Who doesn't love Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton's the best. Yeah. Shannon's listening to uh yeah. So anyways. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I just want to say that it is cool. It's very cool. Alrighty. Very cool. Yeah, so uh Armada by Ernest Klein. Dun, dun, dun. It is it's also the other thing that makes it different from Ready Player One is it's set in modern day. So it's Oh. And there are some eighties references Sweet. to video games and such. And they go on this very, he he does Rad. his research and they go on this thing that says Dude. all of sci-fi movies and video games has all been a training simulation for an alien invasion. To and, be low, sir. And there's enough, there's enough information he actually spouts out that's actually like, it's on the internet. It's, it's really, like, it's totally. really there. Whether or not it's verifiable, I don't know. But it gets, it's probably enough to get a tin foil hat person <laughs> all up in arms that like, the aliens, man. So. <laughs> Probably. It doesn't take much to get those people riled. Well, I'll unrile them right now. It is impossible for an alien civilization to reach us. Based on on the known laws of physics. Unless they know something we don't know. They definitely know something we don't know. You cannot go the speed of light. Do you want to know why? No one can. Do you want to know why? Okay, is this Uh, a science lesson? Because if you were take, if you were to take box? a ship, a and, ship, and speed, I just along. took a ship. <laughs> <laughs> I think I shipped my pants. Oh, that's great. 
So if you're in a ship and you approach the speed of light, the mass of said ship becomes infinite. I shipped the bed. <laughs> it's called special relativity. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I think I shipped Special my relatively oh. be darned. Yeah, so it's impossible. Nah, aliens, aliens might exist. Been here f- they ain't aliens never coming. have been here for thousands of years. Now, interdimensional beings? That's something we Ooh. don't know nothing about. Okay, okay, okay. Get your tinfoil anyway. hats out, y'all. Are we ready for the next segment? Oh, oh. The I'm segment, so ready. The <laughs> new segment? Matt's going to be excited. I can already hear it. I can hear his future oh voice. Gosh. I can hear it. I'm going to love it. It's time for Shannon's Hallmark Theater. We're going to do things a little different because Shannon didn't want to transcribe stuff for us. It's fine. It's only two people. gets me so pumped. (laughs) I had to get pump-uppy music if we're going to change things. It has to be just pump-uppy enough. Oh, yeah. Let's go down to the gym and pump each other. (laughs) Is that your Fletch? Why don't you guys go down to the gym and pump each other? He's not foreign. (laughs) <laughs> so she's only going to do a soliloquy this time. Solo. I am, but I'm going to play two different people oh, to well, make it interesting. Aren't you a freaking loser? <laughs> Are you going to do a voice? Sure. If you oh, you're going to do a voice. This is partway impression corner. Perfect. Okay. Hit us with it, Hallmark Queen. Oh, by the way, the point of this game is we have to guess what this movie is about based on her monologue. Yes. Which you ready for this, be... Matt? I am readier than a chicken with real good feathers. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means, but I'm all for it. Oh, okay. Here we go. She snapped her fingers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My eyes. Close your eyes. They're closed. Okay. Well, for once, I'm glad I overpacked. Am I overdressed? No, no. You look perfect for the occasion I mean. Oh, right. I bet I look ridiculous. Well, I better put this on. Zip. <laughs> well, well, the reason I'm in... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, the reason I'm involved with this is... Well, well, you see, an overly curious person would want to know everything about you, but good thing I'm not one of those people. Okay, let's go. It doesn't tell us much about the plot of the movie, but I'm going to guess no. that this is an Aurora Tea Garden because she's an overcurious person. Nope. Ugh, well, I suck. Okay, Joe's else? out. Uh, is it Garage Sale Mystery? <laughs> <laughs> no. What is the plot of this movie, Matt? Uh, it's definitely uh, uh, Showgirls. <laughs> on hallmark channel <laughs> i mean it's hallmark's version of oh okay <laughs> where they're all tastefully clad the entire time yes and exactly. nobody gets raped fantastic wow. wow it was really hard to find a line that would help you, you understand okay okay this movie. hold on hold on hold on don't say any more okay give us the title of the movie and we'll try to guess what it's about one winter weekend. One winter weekend. Oh, okay. All right. So there is. Oh, this a is going to be girl. fantastic. All right. 
So one winter weekend, there is a girl. She is a busy, busy lady, and she doesn't have time for anything because she is career something strong. You go, girl. And she goes <laughs> uh-huh, to uh-huh. the country for a weekend and falls in love. I was dying. I was remembering last week. You said there was a ghost. <laughs> I did not say there was a ghost. Yes, you did. I said there was a fairy godmother. No, first you said it was a ghost. <laughs> and I said a ghost? And you went, yeah, like a fairy godmother. <laughs> like, those aren't the same thing. <laughs> Matt, you missed last week. I think I really missed it because these people sound like they're on some good stuff. I'm sorry. I couldn't pay attention to anything you said. Was she close? No, no, no. Matt's got a guess next. Oh, okay. Uh, It's about a woman who... Wait, what was the title of the movie again? One One Winter winter. Weekend. Yeah, it's about a woman who flies or traverses anyway through a town but somehow she gets stuck there for a weekend and she falls in love with a hunk of meat (laughs) (laughs) a t-bone are we talking like a roast he's got a big butt Uh, no man meat (laughs) okay uh Great A sirloin. She asked, Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> and uh Come on, let's go and play. Do you he uh nice carrot reveals that he's actually gay. Oh, and, uh, not on a Hallmark movie. With ending. <laughs> There's no gay people in the Hallmark verse. Oh yes, well they are, oh. but they're clearly best friends. Well they're not focus of the story anyways. No. Right. Okay. okay, I'm going to tell on, hold you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't guessed. Oh, Joe, go ahead. Hold on. I think it's a whole thing about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's a paranormal investigator who gets stuck in a haunted inn for the weekend and falls in love with a man ghost. <laughs> and like Casper, she just wishes real hard and he comes back to life. Like Devin Sawa. You know what's sad is I actually talked about this Hallmark movie on the Movie Dummies podcast. You think we listen to you when you're talking about Hallmark movies? I would hope. You are out of your mind. Maybe Adam would have guessed. Who knows? Okay, so this movie was about a recently dumped travel writer goes on a ski weekend with her best friend and they find themselves double booked with two eligible men, but they're snowed in. And of course, love ensues as it always does. I said and a bang, she a bang, a bangity bang. I said a bang, bang, bangity bang. Him, and he's famous, but she promises not to get to know him. But it doesn't turn out that That's way. That's a good way to fall in love with someone, not ever so, knowing who yeah. There was no ghosts? No ghosts. Well, that's two Just straight being. movies without ghosts. Was she a harried uh, workaholic type person? Well, she writes about famous people. Ah. So the fact that he was famous and she fell in love with him, her editor oh. was really upset that she wasn't scooping up the story of who he was with because it was her. Ah, gotcha. She was getting scooped up, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> in her vagina. So, oh, yikes. <laughs> it had Taylor Cole, Jack Turner. So, it was okay, a- so, so none of us were anywhere near suck. it. 
Yeah, you guys weren't even close. I didn't take a serious guess, nor would I have gotten close to that. So, but Joe, you no. totally need to get me those garage sale murder. Oh well, series. I'll record them on the DVR so I can see those. Now that I know they exist. We're on to the Avengers. Yeah, hold on. Let me pull up my Woo-hoo. preamble notes. Here's the preamble. Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah. Get music. In 2008, a young upstart movie studio independently funded and produced a little movie called Iron Man. They took John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr., two relatively untested and not necessarily bankable commodities at the time, and put all their eggs in that basket. The gamble paid off brilliantly as they turned out a well-written, superbly produced movie that exists outside of the normal superhero genre film that we had grown accustomed to with the previous attempts like X-Men and Spider-Man. Marvel. And thank goodness they did. Mm-hmm. Sure thing. Marvel, following this movie, took chances and continued to make to not make superhero movies, but war movies, spy movies, buddy comedies, and fantasy films. They just starred superheroes. The unconventional approach worked, and their movies have outshined other films in the same broad-brushed genre in critical response, fan response, and in box office draw. That being said, until recently, no other superhero film performed as well at the domestic box office as 2012's The Avengers. Black Panther recently dethroned them. The movie was a culmination of an idea that was spawned by Kevin Feige and added to post and added to post credit scenes in Iron Man, and even the non Marvel produced Incredible Hulk, as Nick Fury appears in at the end of Iron Man, saying that you're part of a bigger world, and Robert Downey Jr. shows up in the post credit scenes for Hulk as Iron Man. Ooh, as Iron Man, creating a world. They didn't invent the post credit scene, but they have co-opted it into its very own thing and every Mm -hmm. movie having at least one the post-credits scene leading to the avengers was from captain america the first avenger and it was something even new to them however as it was basically a teaser trailer for the avengers which it works which is very cool i get very excited every time i think we're all marvel yeah imagine imagine my disappointment at this post-credit scene this post-credit scene was good it's just them sitting at a freaking table eating food. Well, first Dude. you get Thanos. Who's Thanos? You didn't see I Thanos? There you know, two the scenes. focus of Infinity War? <laughs> the movie coming out okay. in two weeks? One week? Right, right. The, bad, the, big, the big bad from uh, Guardians. He's a red Zoe dude Saldana's oh, He's from all of daddy. them. He's behind all of it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know, I know, but... He's he gives me a moaner. <laughs> yeah, the end. My daddy. End credit is Thanos, and then the end of the movie is Swarma. In the mid credits is, is Thanos. Yeah. Oh, post credits oh, is Swarma. Swarma. Yeah, you didn't I, like the Swarma joke. I did like the Swarma joke, but I wanted I fast forwarded through the credits to the post credit scene and it was just them sitting there eating uh, starting with this movie here they all have mid credit scenes mm, yeah i missed that because i yeah, they do like a like a graphical thingamajig before they do like the normal roll right. credits and at, at the end of the graphical one they show a scene yep i'll have to go back and rewatch. guardians that. have it has even, been had so even more long. than that i think so it has been so long since I've watched this movie. There, are, I, I had forgotten complete plot Arts. points. Well, yeah, the, yeah, the post credit yeah. scene. It's this been one a couple is, years for me too. Yeah, for sure. 
this, this post credit scene, we get our first taste of Thanos, mm-hmm. which is cool. So, yeah. I remember I re- freaking out in the theater when I first saw this. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, oh it's Thanos. Thanos. What year was this? 2012. Wow, yes. we've been waiting that long, long to ago. see Thanos. Yeah, well, we see him, we see him tidbits, but still, we yeah. see him in in Guardians, right? Isn't he in Guardians? Um, yeah, he's uh, in he's Guardians. Yeah. Oh, is he? Is he in it? Yeah, he, he grabs the really gauntlet. In it. And oh, he goes, yeah. fine, I'll do this myself. Fine, I'll do but it. But that's myself. not really him in the movie. That's us getting a glimpse of He's him. in the movie too, in the first Guardians. He's the one yeah, who's remember he's Zoe Ronan's like, daddy. Ronan's like steals the infinity stone from him. Don't you remember? Oh yeah. And he kills the dude who's like his little pet or whatever, the guy who sends the Shatari to Yes, yes. In Wrong this movie. movie. Back No, in this movie, that yeah. guy, Ronan kills him in Guardians. Oh. Remember he twists his neck around? Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's all connected, man. There's a lot of history with these movies. It's all connected. It makes me believe that they've had a plan the whole time. time. You know? Yep, absolutely. It also made me really miss Agent Coulson. I loved that character. <laughs> well, he's still around, just on TV. But still. Right. He'll be back. He's coming back. <clears throat> he's in Miss Marvel. Coming up. Is that a movie? Yes. Okay. It's I- I'm not Captain convinced. Marvel. Coming up. What's her name? Carol Danvers, is that right? Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we start starring this... one Brie Larson. We start this Ooh. movie at the Joint Dark Observatory. Yeah, who cares? And I was like, I just want to know. When I saw this in the theater for the first time, <laughs> I thought it was dope as balls. What'd you guys think? I, I was also shat my hair. pants. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had my hair blown back at the time for they sure. I had to come and clean my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I shipped my pants. What about you, Shannon? I loved it. I it loved it. Moanered me <laughs> all the way <laughs> to my bed. Yep. Wow. For sure. Yeah. The movie starts off with a bang. Nice little set piece. Um, we got some main players. We got Nick Fury. We got Hawkeye. We got uh, Robin Sherbatsky. I think yep. what Love really her. got me excited was the fact that it brought humor and action together. Yeah. In a, way i wanted for so long and i will watch this movie over and stellar over. skateboards yeah. in the beginning i love stellar skateboard it's great oh yeah um so i the one thing i picked up from the beginning of the movie that i loved well two things real quick the alarm sound that's going off when they're trying to leave or no when nick fury rolls up the and eh, eh, that's just the alarm noise in ios <laughs> the classic <laughs> right. alarm yeah so right. i thought that was funny and then i loved how uh, how Hawkeye understands what's happening with the Tesseract, and he got all these room full of experts that have no idea what's going on. Yep. See, so, I had completely forgotten that Hawkeye gets all crazy. Yeah. In the, it, you know, I don't even hypnotize. I, I, yeah, I don't know how I'm how I forgot that, but I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, why, why is why Hawkeye is Hawkeye getting right? Why, why, yeah. why is Hawkeye working with Loki? I was I was so confused and. He immediately proves his, his worth, though, because he's non-super. Yep. Right. You're like, what's he doing with all these super people? Well, he's sharp as a freaking tack. He understands. He's right. smart, too. Oh, the Tesseract's Very. a door. It opens both ways. Idiot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, so that's He knows cool. a lot more than he lets on, for sure. Oh, yeah. And he's, I heard he's super really dreamy, at, so. I heard he's really good at aiming, too. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Why he doesn't pick up a gun, I don't understand. 
No. Yeah, some people are just fans of archery. I guess. There was a note that I wrote down. There are so many uh, bow whips in this movie for him. Like, he whips out his bow. It's like, watch out, bow whip. I was like, you go, Hawkeye. (laughs) From the beginning of this movie, right from the get, we have superbly written dialogue. Yes. And we had to know, coming into a Joss Whedon written film, that we were going to get superbly written dialogue, but it just makes me... Like, really, really appreciate how good of work he does. I don't... I really stopped caring for a couple hours that he's a unbearable cocksucker. I mean, I don't care how unbearable he is. He can be unbearable all he wants. He is a freaking genius. I love him. Personally. Yeah. I I just... Ever ever since Buffy, I've I've been in love with Jazz Whedon. He knows how to make stuff, that's for sure. Um, he couldn't he fix the Justice League, stuff. but uh, no, he, tr- he but tried. Could anybody fix the Justice yeah, League? Yeah, Kevin Feige could. <laughs> yeah, but he's Marvel. Yep. I don't know. Sucks to be DC. Any yep. DC fanboy at this point probably has better ideas than what they're actually making. <laughs> probably. You know. But whatever. And if I hear one more person call Wonder Woman a masterpiece, I'm going to punch him in the crotch. Wow. Okay. It's bad. I'm sorry. I don't like that word. Moving on. Crotch. Crotch. <laughs> Punch. Where? Yep. Thank this, you. Matt. Which word? This like to which me. Which word was supposed to be cat? When uh, Robin Scherbatsky does the duck and roll and shoots at Hawkeye when he's leaving, mm-hmm. I was like, "Is this the role?" Like all I could think was like, "This is a role Robin Scherbatsky, <laughs> like the actual would character, play. would right. love like to play. This is like oh, this yeah. would be like her dream role, a gun it's nut, like her putting on that crazy uh, onesie thing and rolling through the air ducts." Right. Wow. So I don't know if that's if I don't know how much of Robin Scherbatsky is Colby Smulders, but you know, I think quite a bit. She loves scotch and cigars. And is is Kobe <laughs> Canadian? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, in the Avengers, who knows? No, real real life Kobe. Can you, anyone tell no. me who her name is in the movie? I can. Uh, Agent. No. She's she's Robin Shabatsky. No, her first she's... name is Maria. Ah, Thanks interesting. For, yeah. What's her last name? Maria Hill. Maria Hill, like, which is a comic book character, legit. That's the only reason I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's not just made up on the spot. So. The one oh, thing nice. with this Avenger movie, talking about, not Shabatsky, but let's go back to Agent Romanoff and um, Hawkeye, is they have history that we never learn about, so to speak. It's always kind of... They have a long the, history. They do, but it's never seen. It's you don't really know filmed. what it is. Yeah. Well, You're just left to kind of guess. Exactly. In the comics. That it's romantic in nature. You don't know. In the comics, Agent Romanoff has a very long history. She's older than Cap. Right, right. She's old. I, old I don't know up. that they've ever, if they're ever going to go that far in the movie. Hmm. You know, I don't know if they've ever said how old she is. They no. haven't, but I do, they have, I, I feel she, like she has said something like, I'm older than you, Cap. No, like, she, I think she she alludes no? to the fact that she's been around a long time by knowing so much yeah. about Bucky. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because if he only resurfaces every 10, 15 years to assassinate somebody, and she knows about at least a few of them, that means she's been around a while. Right. Right. You know, but... She could have just studied her history. It's, mm-hmm. it's not actually implied, but yeah. 
And yeah. she's, you know, in the books, she's been given a version of the super soldier serum. Ah, you and know. that's why she's so... I, but I don't. I don't know that she's been given that in the movies. It's never said. Yeah, we don't know. That's what no, we could use a Black great. Widow movie, Kevin Feige. Yeah, no, like make it now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> get on that. Time. Red Sparrow right? just came out, flopped because everyone said it sucked. So let's make <laughs> a good one. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of Black Widow, we start getting introduced to our gang of characters via Black Widow, and I love this scene. Yes. I love it so much. It's my favorite of all the introductions. <laughs> this idiot's telling me everything. <laughs> he looks to his buddies like, I not say anything. <laughs> oh. What's with the scene of the mirror and the guns and the... Uh, what else was in there? Uh, oh, it's just... Artwork. It was just stuff they They're smuggling, and oh. she's infiltrating. But I just... I love the fact, like, her, her and her stunt ladies work in these fight scenes are puts, amazing puts, it's phenomenal puts most men to shame oh, yeah. right it's it makes it's like, amazing like i said wonder woman go back and watch that action no stuff it down your butt crack you freaking losers okay let's be careful <laughs> with the words i told you yeah this sh- they do some great work and she's been consistent with her great work all the way since iron man 2 so and then it brings absolutely colson who's just like on the line, just waiting patiently, like yep. yeah. Oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> oh, she's beating the piss out of him. That's great. I agree. <clears throat> I thought you were going to say your favorite scene was where Romanoff um, and Hulk meet. So and that's she looks that's terrified. very interesting. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that right now if you want. I so. mean, they definitely have history too, right? No, no. they've never no, met. They no. Just met. They had never met. Correct. I mean, they. I think she knows about one him. Another. No, she knows about him. He doesn't have any idea about her. Right. But like, so in you know, we're going to talk about this next week when we do Avengers: Age of, Age of Ultron. But she kind of falls in love with Bruce. So I guess that's what I was picking up on. Does that like, start here? Like there was just a, a. I mean, I definitely there was something there. Because they kind of flip it there on their head. There is a chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it starts yet. In Age of Ultron, or in this movie, you kind of think that she loves Clint. A right. little bit. Right. But in Age of Ultron, you find out that, no, she loves him like a brother. Right. Like an older brother. And that makes sense, right. though, once I watch this movie again. Yeah, it's, it's you know, they take those hints and it's different. So it's, it's more of a familial type of thing, which makes it kind of purer to me. It's kind of cool. So I, I'm going to go back and say that Romanoff just knows of Hulk based sure. on his past, what was filmed in the past movies, and the danger that he has done, and the damage he has left. And I'm sure that she falls in love with him over her time as being the one to put him to sleep. Right. Building Sun's that Sun's getting high, or whatever. Sun's getting low, big guy. Yep. The thing that Thor keeps saying <laughs> in Ragnarok. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh. It's, it's so much fun. It really, like, watching this movie brought back so many good memories of the movies that have come out. Thor Ragnarok. Since, right? um, yeah. There are so many good parts. <laughs> she uh, yeah, she was... gets used to take a dig at that stupid Incredible Hulk movie, too. Oh, yeah. She goes, how you controlling it? Yoga? Like, and that's what you see Edward Norton doing at the end of, he's basically doing <laughs> yoga. I don't know. Some people like that movie including the missing movie dummy. 
Uh, yeah. but it's just not great. I have not seen any of the Incredible Hulk movies because they all looked really stupid. They're not great. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. And the reason, I don't know if you want some inside baseball, but from what I understand, the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton is bad because he gets final cut. So oh. it's his fault. <laughs> Way to go, Eddie No. Yep. Maybe Back that's... when he was a movie star. <laughs> yeah, that used to happen. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we now get... Cap's intro. Yep, Cap's intro, and he's just beaten up bags, man. <laughs> Which was the first post credit scene, mid credit. No, it was just at the end of Captain America. Right. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. That's, it's how the trailer began yep. for the teaser trailer for the Avengers in the post credit scene for Captain America. <sighs> I got it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Punching the punching bag. I like how he has six more bags lined up because yeah. he knows how many he needs. And he picks them up like they're hacky sacks. Yeah, it's right? crazy. The man is ripped beyond belief. But I liked that his character is still in the 50s attire. Yeah, he's, he's not quite sure And the he's world. not polished yet either. Nothing. It seems like he's kind of lost, so to speak. He doesn't know what to do with himself. And the well, Avenger crew yeah. brings him back to life. And well, right. just just to see his growth in this movie from, you know, he's kind of stumbling. And then by the time yeah. Winter Soldier comes around, he's kicking butt and chewing bubblegum. And he's all out of bubblegum. Oh, ladies. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's just tearing people <laughs> up with kung fu moves and stuff. So it's I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's There's he's pretty fire. great. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be around after Infinity War. What? We you. don't know that. Stop We're going to miss you, Chris that. Evans. No, he said he's done. So he's done. Okay, so uh, back we, to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know true. when they when they back up a truck full of money in his driveway, he might come right. back. Right. But I, from what I understand, he doesn't like being in shape. What? That's that's his deal. He's he probably like, just doesn't like the pressure of having to be in shape. Yeah, he does. Well, he's not normally that big. He got he gained like thirty pounds to be Captain America, or some ridiculous amount of muscle because he's always right. been like jacked. You remember him as Johnny Storm? Yeah. Right. You know, he he was in oh good shape. Oh my gosh, he was Johnny Storm. Yeah. So was uh Black holy, Panther at one point in time. Holy cow. Or no, not Black Panther, but uh the bad guy, Warmonger. Mhm. Anywho. Yeah, yeah anyway. that's that's what he says. He doesn't like staying in like that good of shape. I can't say as I blame him. No. It's, it's a hard. lot of blood work. Like being a fatty. Yeah. yeah, running all the weight. To get but... cut like that, you have to, you know, Basically, you dehydrate eat. yourself to ridiculousness and then gorge yourself on water. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's nuts. Okay, so then we get Iron Man and Pepper. Yeah. His Does anybody miss man. Pepper? No. Not really. Is it just because Gwyneth is ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I can't. I can't take her seriously as a human being anymore. I just can't. Because she tells you to put jade rocks in your vagina? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the low, low price of like three hundred dollars, you can put jade rocks in your hoo ha. Yeah, she and runs a wellness, a like a wellness blog site. What is happening? Goop. You didn't know this? Okay. No, I don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah, Let's she, move on. She's an interminable Matt, human me. being. Help Matt, me. do you, what do you think about <laughs> Gwyneth? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. She tried. She she was trying to sell stickers that have healing powers. Because they <laughs> yep. have, they were made from the 
same material as spacesuits or something, and a NASA yeah. employee was like, nope. Yep. Nope, 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 nope. That doesn't ridiculous. make any kind of sense. It's insane. Okay, then. And everything's super expensive, and it's supposed to be for the everyday gal, and it, it, it's just, it's garbage. Oh, it's yeah. garbage town. She's a ridiculous human being. I can't take her seriously anymore. Well, she said she didn't want to be in these movies anymore, yet she some, somehow showed up in Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't right? know what's going on. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But, but what do you think about Co- Tony? I, I love Tony. Like Tony. Who doesn't? There is a handful of actors who were like meant for the superhero role they are playing in. For he is sure, them. he's just like he Taylor was made born to be Iron Man. So he is anybody fantastic. else shocked? Shannon, Shannon noticed it. She didn't pick up exactly what it was. She goes, "Is he heavier?" It's not just that he looks so much younger now. Yeah, yeah. Than in 2012, he just looks good. Like he's in yeah. better Fit. shape. He's his skin looks better. He doesn't just ferment well, his mean, beard anymore. Right. Well, I mean, Iron Man was the resurgence. You know, he really didn't have anything going on before that. And I imagine ever since then, he's been just working on staying off the wagon or staying on the wagon and not screwing well, it up you know, this time. It'd been a while before that since he was sober, but like he, he, I think he's probably gotten into the Tom Cruise thing where they take the essence of dead fetuses and put it on their face. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to pretend like that's a joke, even though it's probably not. Scientology is real. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Got to keep Zeno at bay. I'm just going to imagine. I, I'm going to laugh that. I'm going to laugh that off <laughs> like it's a joke. That he has kids <laughs> now and he's just exhausted all the time and working out more. And He's rich beyond his wildest dreams, too, so he's able just sure. to focus on himself. So, so I like These movies make him so much money. He's a producer on all of them. He gets paid a ridiculous amount for every one he shows up in. Yeah, he's, he's and he man. shows up in all of them. What are you? He shows up in every single one of them. Billionaire. What does he say? <laughs> billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Billionaire, genius, billionaire, genius, genius billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. And Black Widow goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we all felt that way. So yep. they go to the helicarrier, right? And the helicarrier, I think, is still cool, even though it makes zero logical sense. It makes no logical and sense. And it couldn't function it is in real life. Cool. No, but it's pretty awesome. But this movie's a comic I mean, book a lot film, of this stuff, or comic book come to life. Right. There you go. A lot yeah. of this stuff wouldn't, wouldn't ever happen in real life. Right. I mean, just the technology that they use. I mean, I would love to have Iron Man's computers. You know, oh, yeah. just be able to like, touch and grab and pull. and. Not that much better than mine. <laughs> yeah, in Iron Man 1, he's using an actual cell phone that they, you know, I remember there was a uh, tie-in for Verizon, and they had that. It was like an LG or something, and it was a real phone. Yeah. It just, when the screen popped up, it flipped to the side, and that was mm-hmm. supposed to be cool for some reason. And uh, by Iron Man 2, he, all of a sudden, he had this invisible phone, yep. and he just went like right. you know to the screen and embarrassed uh, Justin Hammer. Oh, that was fantastic. So oh. That was a great moment. They got, they got like... on the awesome wagon real quick. Yeah. They had to, because Iron Man is just awesome. He's got all the good toys. Where uh, does he's... he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> He's the Bruce Wayne of the Marvel yeah. universe. But as Captain and Coulson are coming to the Hello Carrier, Coulson's like, I watched you while you were sleeping. Yeah. Oh, and they're, <laughs> right? when they're in the, the <laughs> queen <Yeah>. jet. He's <laughs> all fanboy on him, and it's so creepy. Yeah, was, he's like, I mean, when you were iced. And it's like, he's trying to dig out of this hole, like... 
I'm not <laughs> it's a just creep. Making it worse. I have yeah, cards. cool with it though. Your trading yeah, cards. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it, it, you Yours know, it just meant. cuts that mood for you. It's like it's is like this boxing serious? around the edges. So we're gonna get to my least favorite part about this movie: cap suit. Mm. Oh, cap suit. I yeah. hate it. I hate it so much. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it though. It's his weird. suit in First Avenger was so good that I hate I this know. so much. <laughs> and it goes right back to the First Avenger suit. Yeah. Basically, I, in Winter Soldier, it's just dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then he actually it's steals and like wears they... that suit from the museum member, and Stanley goes, "I'm so fired." Yep. Right. Oh yeah. I think it was a take back to his character, though, because he was still stuck in the past. Well, you know, Joss Whedon helped to design it, I guess, too. So he, I don't know why <laughs> he wanted something so flashy, comic, comic booky. It really felt comic booky and kind of old. It did not feel. I think that was the point, but yeah, it was not. Well, every everything else, it wasn't been, great. Like all their other suits are like functional. Mm-hmm. You know, his had a hood. <laughs> it looked like it had a zipper too maybe it was functional they make fun purposes. of it too in, in thor uh the dark, dark world, world when loki pretends he's captain america and he's like oh you like this suit it's so tight <laughs> it's pretty funny uh-huh. and then they put him back in that stupid suit again in spider-man homecoming to do the the, oh, yeah, the PSAs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh that's so great this guy's a war criminal or something but we gotta watch just it. Just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, what do you guys think? We're over to the Germany set piece with uh, Loki and. Oh, hold on! I don't quite understand why Captain America addresses Tony as Mister Stark. Isn't he older? Uh because they've never met. And he's a he's respectful... properly introducing himself. Gotcha. Um, he was friends with his father. You know, it's just right. that's a very cap thing to do. Okay, because I was like, that doesn't make sense. But he hey, also... Tony! no, he's hello, Mister Stark. You know, it's, that's that's he's a very a cap respectable thing. man to begin with. Gotcha. Yeah, you but, totally but missed. There. Oh no, we're at the scene. I'm, I'm not touching everything in the movie. I'm just gonna go by my notes. No, go ahead. You got something to talk? I I'm gonna talk about how I'm a fan of. How you lose control and turn into this enormous green monster. That's way later. <laughs> well, you said you're not going according to... Sure. You got me there. Tony so said burned. that. Uh, got him! Bruce so Bannon. what do you think about the Germany set piece? Now let's go back and answer my last question. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Did Loki the, take especially the eyeball out? Yeah. Or did yeah. just scan it? Oh, he no. like dug uh, into it with the scanner, and then the scanner like okay, yeah, like that guy is that eye is messed up now. Okay, yeah, that doesn't eye does not exist. It's probably hanging out by the nerve. Well, it was moving around. Heck yeah! If you have something drilling into like, your eye like socket, it was still in your head though. It yes. was looking back and forth. Do you not know how your eyes work? If it was out of his head, it couldn't move, dummy. Well, no. Th- it was being drilled, and like the eyelids were being pushed away, so it could right. Be that's why I'm asking. I don't. Up. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was pulled out of his head. Correct. but it was definitely messed up. Like it was not going to work anymore. I think that thing. I don't think that thing hurt his eyeball necessarily, but probably spread his 
I don't ocular know, cavity? Like spread his <laughs> eyelids way open and pushed right. in a little bit, like painfully. I this don't... is groaner time. Sorry. What about uh, Cap's fight with Loki? I thought it was pretty awesome that, uh, you know, the guy's like, oh, there will always be men like you. And oh, then, yeah. You know, they, they have that dialogue and then uh, oh, Cap's the like, old man thing. Right. That was Cap, wonderful. Cap's like, the last time I was in Germany and somebody was stood above everybody, we had a, you know, we had a we difference disagreed. of opinions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like those lines. Like, he right. says a line later that, ma'am, there's only one God, and I'm sure he doesn't dress like that. Right. And I'm sure this was very controversial for the time. Not really. These... Joss Whedon's a devout atheist, so there's no confusing that. Wow. It says in the commentary, he goes, yeah, I don't believe in God, but Captain America does. Gotcha. So. So. A lot of the stuff stuck true, and it made you. Just... It's just, it's what a good writer does. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's body everyone. those characters, and I think he did a good job. So, yeah. I liked how uh, Tony came into the scene, yeah. like... Playing ACDC. Yep. And it <laughs> says, PA, override. <laughs> and she's just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. But then we get uh, Thor kind of takes over and just steals Loki yeah, right just, out of the ship. So, yeah, yeah, I was trying to... Trying to think of how many of the Avengers Thor has fought, like Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Hulk. Like, Jinx, pretty much he all of them. He yeah. hasn't fought the human ones, I guess, and that's it. Yeah, he didn't really fight. He Captain. probably doesn't think it's fair. I think he. Would, well, I mean, he he, he hit his his shield with a hammer. That's I mean, yeah. that's true. But that ended the conversation, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, oh crap. man. Put the hammer down. You want me to put the hammer down? You you don't want to tell him to do that. (laughs) He's he's really fond of the hammer. Everything we've talked about so far, the Germany sequence, the sequence with Thor, Captain America and Tony all fighting, the little talk with Loki on the rock ledge between Thor and Loki, which if I could see seven more films with just those two in it, or, you know, some variation, but where they get to talk to each other a lot, I'd be happy. They do have a lot of good They're so good together. They have great chemistry. And yeah, and if you get well-written dialogue like this, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like I was not of a fan of Loki's look though in this movie. Like he looked he, different. He, well, he looked like he was insane. Not just that, he looked tired like like he's, he was he's been without sleep for a long time, like he's under a lot of pressure, like he maybe bit off right. more than he could chew by dealing with Thanos. Right. Yeah, that's. Gotcha. I think that's what it had to do with is he uh, took a deal that he had to honor or else there was going to be some repercussions, so he was really stressed out about that. that. And the movie alludes to the fact that just being near the scepter, which is an infinity stone, it's the mind stone, affects your mind. Right. Makes you know? me crazy. Who'd have thunk? That's good, because you see a moment in the movie... I think it's when Thor and Loki are on the roof of the Stark building. And I think Thor really thinks that Loki is just gone. There's no way he can reach him. Like, this isn't my brother anymore. And he looked worried a little bit. So I'm glad well, that's sure. not the case. He loves his brother. Right. You know, so he was a complicated relationship. Sure. From what I understand, there was something about a snake. I haven't seen it yet, though. What? What? I don't know. Isn't there something like in Thor Ragnarok? Like, Thor's telling the story about how Loki like 
threw a snake on him or something and then punched him in the face or I don't I can't remember. Mm, I don't remember that. I didn't, there, I didn't there was see some it. kind of story like I that. I don't know if it had memes. anything to do with a snake though. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't I haven't seen it yet, but I saw a bunch of memes about it, so Oh gotcha. Oh yeah, pro- there I think yeah, I think Matt's right. They told a story about their childhood or, or Thor told a story about their childhood. Yeah. And like you did this to me. And he's like, Well it was just for fun. It's me- yeah. Much as this movie takes a long time to character build, it's worth it till we get to the. It is a tightrope. It is to introduce all these characters in an organic way to make you care about them all. And I mean, to be fair, they've all had a movie for us to get used to, except for Hawkeye, right? And yeah, Black Widow was introduced in Iron Man too. Yeah, we know a little bit about her own movie. Yeah, we know. We only know a little bit about her. We learned a lot more in in uh, Winter Soldier and well, Hawkeye was in Thor, yeah, in a yep. cameo, right? But you know, we know at this point we know more about Coulson than we do really about <laughs> right. Romanoff or Clint. So I think it was once this movie came out that I stopped watching Agents of Shield too, the TV show. Yeah, because when Coulson died, I was like, "What?" No, there's I can't a lot of tie-ins. Like a lot of the people who are in this movie, and a lot of the people who are like tangential characters, like background characters, they end up being yeah, the, on the show. Gotcha. Yeah, the guy, uh, the guy, the World Council guy who was always talking to Coulson, he ends up being one of the bad guys. On yeah. The show. Wow. He's dead now, though. Yeah. So rest in peace. Yeah, he he died in, in real, real life. life. Yeah, in real mm-hmm. life. And on the show. And on the show, I think, yeah. <laughs> so we're back on the Hello Carrier, and the gang's all together. And Tony mm. bugs the ship, of Well, they, they get Loki after their fight in the right. forest. They have Loki on the ship. Black Widow's questioning of Loki was superbly written. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> I it still was. think it's great. It's Even like, though- yeah, Loki's the trickster god, and he's, you know, hyper-intelligent and all this other stuff, but Romanoff does this for a living. Like, right. She had no problem outsmarting his... She's so good at acting like she's, like, actually distraught. Right. Like, right. oh, he got the best of me. Oh, no. And then she's like, oh, so that's your place. Peace. <laughs> right. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Like, yeah, just because I'm not super and I'm not some Asgardian, you think you can get the best of me? Right. No. Nope. But he kind of did because that Mind Stone sat in the middle of that room and they all went crazy. Well, they didn't know. That right. the Mind Stone was going to do that Correct. to them. They don't know that it's a mi- the Mind Stone. True. They think that it's just been empowered by the Tesseract. And the right. reason why it has similar wavelengths is because it's also an Infinity Stone. Do we ever find right. out what happens to the spear at the end of this movie? Yeah, it's in Ultron. They were using it to make enhanced. That's how uh, gotcha. the twins were made. Okay. So Thor and Hulk here get a wonderful fight scene. Oh, and I think Thor was well, very much like, finally, I get someone worthy that I can fight. People, and, you know, it's so funny. ScarJo is one of my like favorite actors because she's, I think she's like pretty real. Like, uh, and like, in press stuff going up into this movie people are like oh tony what's it like playing a guy who's you know distraught and has all these personal demons and then they'll go oh scarlet uh what's it like wearing that suit right you know, and she'll yeah. say like, things like so you're gonna ask him about his acting process and you're gonna ask me what it's like to wear a stupid vinyl suit and she's like gets in their face and i like that <laughs> but yeah. like you cannot deny that when the hulk is hulking out next to her she's legit scared i would oh, be yeah, yeah. 
And then she is she's I would she's cold as ice, pants. right? She is the Black Widow. Well, but sure. Afterwards, but she's shivering and shaking, and then oh, goes yeah. and beats the piss out of Clint. So, right. I mean, but it's such a dynamic character, and I can't wait for her to have her own movie. I know Hopefully. it's going to be lovely. So now and you can talk about Thor to, and Hulk fighting. And it, and it's well, it speaks to her acting chops because I yeah, she's mean, good. the Hulk's CGI. She is the highest growing actress, and that was pretty uh, believable. I like her in the island too. I like her pretty much every movie except right. for that one weird movie where she was an alien. I'm just mm. thinking. Oh, I was, oh, only was watch that? her in the Marvel Under movies the now, really. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's all she's got time for anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so the Hulk and Thor fight. Is so great, and then they try and take the Hulk out, and this poor oh the the helicopter pilot. pilot. (laughs) What a beautiful touch it was! This movie has so many little touches, but when Hulk grabs the ejector seat, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he shipped his pants. Yeah, oh my gosh, he had the right idea. He wore his brown pants. Yeah, (laughs) I love it when Hulk tries to pick up the the hammer. Right, (laughs) he's like, what the. His, his feet are crushing the concrete. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me think back to the Age of Ultron. In Age of Ultron, when everybody tries. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, worthy. A little, and Thor's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that, <laughs> that just—that's a perfect example of Joss Whedon's writing. It's something throwaway. Yeah. Ha ha yeah. ha! They're all having fun, and it gets ruined immediately by Ultron, right? Right. Yeah. But that—the right. importance of that scene and how your worthiness is determined by this stupid hammer, and then at the end of Ultron, Vision picks it up. I mean, that's right. perfect writing. It is. It's you perfect. T- you can talk about that next week. Right. We take something throwaway, <laughs> and they do that a few times in this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the next scene that I want to mention with the Hulk, he falls from the sky, and <laughs> who's the character that finds him? Just the, He's a janitor. It's uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Rest yes. in peace. Also dead. Great, great character actor here, and he's naked, of course, and he's like, <laughs> son... You have a condition. You've got yourself a condition. <laughs> Are you an well, alien? First he asked him if he's, yeah, first he asked him if he's an alien. Oh, the part where, an alien. So the like, part where well, Hulk, you've got a condition. <laughs> the Go part ahead, where man. Hulk actually like falls is amazing too. Like they show like an like the thing exploding in the distance. Yeah, and it's oh. it, it's just insane. Like it actually kind of looks like. Somebody being, you know, thrown from an explosion in the sky. And you hear him go. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a little terrified if I was standing outside and heard that, you know. For sure. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's right the whole place. Yep. (laughs) So, and then you also, this is the climax of the movie, of course, because. We're getting there, yeah. Loki throws out Thor, his brother, in this. In the Hulk cage. box. Right. Yeah. And you see, which was hard to watch. There's yeah. something about Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's devilishly handsome. But I just probably no. I just believe him as an actor. He absolutely he displays emotion almost better than anybody else in this movie. And that he is so hurt. Yes. By getting dumped out of there by Loki, it's like, like I was already hurt. I thought you were dead. I thought maybe we can have another chance at it. And it's like he's <laughs> gonna flush me down the toilet. Yeah. I, I feel really bad for him in this. In, He's a great the, brother. in that scene. I don't know he if maybe is. I'm blowing his acting chops out of proportion, but I just think he's a good actor. I, is, I, sure. I agree I agree with you wholeheartedly. You no, know, I was There's thinking an earnestness in him. You know, yeah. I was thinking about it like this film. I mean, 
it's star studded. There's oh. and it you know it, it has a lot to do with the Marvel universe itself. But like, I mean, I don't know if there's ever been or a uh, more star studded cast. Maybe like Ultron or I don't know. Hmm. I mean, True. like yeah. The Godfather was really big, but it was like kind of this, you know, they didn't know, they didn't really know who those people were at the time. Most of them, sure. So, so yeah, I yeah. Mean, but I mean, these are these are all fantastic actors. It's, I mean, oh, big time. Like seriously, DCEU is gonna hang their hat on Henry Cavill. Like, mm, right? The dude can't act himself out of a wet paper bag. I can't wait to see. At least him he hasn't on Cruise. screen yet. I can't wait for that scene. I don't think they're fighting each other. I think they cut it weird. I think they're fighting other guys. Oh, I want that one? In Mission Impossible. There's a Mission Impossible. Um, yeah, right. In what world would Tom Cruise stand a chance against Henry Cavill? <laughs> True. He's like six feet taller than him. It's like, you know, watching an NBA player beat up a midget. It's just not... <laughs> right? Very it's true. just not fair. No. So... We are now at this climax, and they're back at the Hello Carrier, and of course everything. The Hello Car- Kitty Carrier. Yep, the Hello <laughs> Kitty Carrier. The Hello Carrier. Did I say it wrong? Well, we we you skipped over a huge plot point. Which Coulson one? dies. Oh yeah, yeah. Coulson as Lo- as dies. As Loki's wreaking havoc across the Hello Carrier, he stabs Coulson in the chest, or from the back, anyways, through his heart, basically, and he dies. Now, as someone who's watched the TV show, Matt. What do you think mm-hmm. about them bringing Coulson back to life? I remember that. I think it's fine. Uh, at first, it's like, oh, come on. You know, they didn't, you know, they don't, this isn't, you know, you know, the, even though they're advanced, they have a freaking flying, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> aircraft carrier. Aircraft carrier. Um, yeah. Yeah. They have a flying aircraft carrier. They're not, they don't have the technology to bring somebody back from the dead. Well, they but use pre DNA, remember? Yeah, yeah. They do explain it later on, and that that actually makes sense. But I just mean, as from first, like a character standpoint, why like why bring him back from the dead, but then never put him in another movie? Do you, right? I don't that, like that. I think they should have him in the movies, and I'm glad that he's on the cast of Captain Marvel. Hopefully, yeah. Miss, yeah, he's he's in the cast list. So Clark oh, Gregg's there. Very cool. There you go. But uh, yeah, actually, uh, then President Obama said something like when they when he watched it, he was like, "Oh, you better bring him back." <laughs> so I don't know if that. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> if that had anything to do with it, probably not. But I like, think the TV show strange. had already been in the works at that point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Oh, just to skip back one second, I have a note here. I really, really enjoyed how happy Thor was to fight Hulk. When Hulk punches him and he goes through all these boxes and he's wiping blood from his face and he sees that it's right? blood, he smiles. Oh, yeah. yeah. And to me, it's like, yeah, it's like, finally a worthy opponent. Oh. <laughs> Where were you? I already said that. I know. Whatever. But this is a movie of little touches when, uh, yep. I like when he's like, oh, yeah, in uh, Thor Ragnarok, he's like, oh, yeah, we had a fight. And he's like, oh, well, what happened? Oh, I, have, I beat you, of course, easily. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Oh, man. So now we're getting to... Everyone's back. Everyone's back. Um, stellar Skateboard. Hawkeye's better. Opened up the portal. Hawkeye's better. He's no longer hypnotized by Loki Stick. Um they have to close the portal because the Chitari are coming through. You you missed over a part that I was going to mention. What's that? Go ahead. When uh, Iron Man is talking to Captain, oh. and Captain's like, we're not soldiers. 
<laughs> no, when he was like, he made it personal. He's like, son of a, mm. he wants this. He he wants a bill. And he's like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah, he wants he, my when life. He figures out where he's at. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just great to kind of see that moment for Iron Man be like, yeah, he wants your he's life, smart. man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a genius for a reason. And right. they just needed a push, so to speak. But Yeah. I think oh, Iron man. man and Loki are similar, though, in that way, because they're both sneaky. Like, he sneakily puts on his other Iron Man suit while he's pouring a drink, talking yeah. to Loki, trying to be personal with him. I like how the uh, the staff had no effect on his... Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> you know, and that's another thing I pointed out to Joe. There's Performance some... issues. <laughs> <laughs> there are some scenes with Iron Man where you can't see his chest piece. Yeah, there was the one that you're talking about where... Or there... no, when when they when Nick Fury says Coulson died and he's showing him the, the bloody Captain America cards, uh, his chest piece is invisible. Yeah, you can't see it. But in the very next scene when he's talking to Cap... It is. Yeah, so I'm like, what is it? Turn on and off? Is that like a is that just a continuity error? No, it's a production mistake. Yep. Oh. Well that's a bummer. But I never noticed it till now. Yeah. Hmm. It happens. Oh, but then Hulk takes on Loki and it just makes everything better. Oh (laughs) man. The whole thing is is ridiculous, right? The Chitari are coming down. Right. But when Tony I like all the little touches in this movie. When Tony first sees the Chitari coming down his heads-up display is blue. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, right. And it, it doesn't just turn red. It swipes to a different it screen. Swipe. Yeah, right. Which is like just, it's a little touch. You know, and I, lo- <laughs> I love it. Whoever thought of that was a genius. And then he goes into me. combat mode. That oh, was you? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way Good to job. You, you didn't know I've, I was on production in, in wow. for the Avengers? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony was only concerned with Tell me when Hulk gets here. And Captain's like, what are you talking about? Banner. Banner's yeah. not here. What are you talking about, Willis? And he shows up on that bike. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And, and then we learn his secret. Yep. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. That is one of the best parts of this movie. I honestly didn't see it coming. Yeah, I, I really... I've always loved Mark Ruffalo. Okay, me so... Too. 13 going just, on 30 I've, y'all ever since 13 going on 30 i've i've had a little crush on him he's so charming he's a good actor and i i love him as bruce banner it, then why it, don't you watch Ragnarok already you have to because it's not on netflix yet you just oh. want the other guy <laughs> it's not like you could rent it for four dollars I know, but that's four whole dollars. You like Hulk? You banish friend. <laughs> that's the line I was thinking uh, of. Yeah. She's going to have to watch it after this. You now. have to We're watch gonna it. You're I'm going to have to watch it You now. have to watch it today. So I will have to watch today. it today. Well, not today. Tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow. 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 It's, it's bedtime already, so... So I didn't look up any of these people's names, but you know the blonde girl who's a waitress, like a background character in this movie, who was in like What Women Want? Is that her name? Ashley Johnson, yeah. She's actually on a TV show with the chick who plays Lady Sif in the Thor movies called Blindspot. Oh. She voiced a character that you'd be very familiar with. Mm. What character would that be? Ellie from Last of Us. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Blindspot's still on the air. But it's got that chick. No, okay. I don't remember her name. Jamie. Jamie. 
Box? Jane. No. <laughs> Jamie Boy's name. Are we talking about Adams? Sif? Lady Sif from Thor. Lady Sif from Thor. Sif. Yes, I got it. You keep saying Sif like she's on Star Wars. <laughs> I I thought you were saying Sif too. Oh, Sif. Is it got oh, okay. a V? Sif. <laughs> it's a TH, right? What is happening? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Jamie Alexander. Thank Jamie you, Alexander. Yeah. See, I told you a boy's name. <laughs> I was just My memory is great. Anyways. I can't type with my phone. I'm horrible. And I really like Clint. I really like Hawkeye's character. But the continued oh, use yeah. of his bow and arrow when he has access to all these alien weapons infuriated me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the shot. Where I he... would. I would. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No. I go. was just. I was going to say. I would argue that he is more effective with his bow and arrow than mm-hmm. he would be with those weapons. <laughs> yeah, well, but... sure. Wouldn't you want to save the best for last then? Eh? No. He's, he runs out of arrows oh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah, when yeah, it yeah, matters yeah, the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Whatever. I don't know. But it then ma- who cares? Because Hulk just beats Loki. Because he's a puny god, and oh, we don't man. really care. His voice is a lot different here than in Ragnarok, too. It yeah. is. It's Ruffalo still, but it's it's modulated a little different. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the part of the movie where Joe was furiously looking up if Iron Man could catch a missile. So if it's a normal, if it's an air-to-air missile coming out mm-hmm. of a plane, shooting down another plane, no. Tony cannot catch it. But well, because how do you know that? What's that? He looked it up because it's going. Oh, uh, because because cer- missiles speed. that go from air to air go up to like Mach five, mm-hmm. and Tony and can just barely break this. He can barely break the sound barrier, okay. which is Mach All one. Right. Gotcha. So a normal air to surface missile, which is what this looked Look like, like, it actually looked like a real missile that the military uses. It goes a little under Mach one, so it's it's subsonic. So he would have no problem catching it. So I wonder. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they scientifically accurate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure they did. Because it has already been established in Iron Man One that he can go supersonic. So, so yes. when he takes this missile in outer space, he dies. Correct? No. Is this what we're no. <clears throat> he yeah his out. thing yeah his thing stops working. So and that's all we know. We so don't. Know. Well, that would, that would imply that. Hulk scared him back to life. And it that just yeah. doesn't even brought make him any back sense. to consciousness. Yeah, so right. he, I, don't, I don't think he was actually dead. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, so I want to. I want to talk about one more tiny, just tiny little thing that I love that they do when, like, they're coming together as a little yeah. team or whatever. Let's, let's just take a day and go. And have Tony swarm flies it. down and shoots Cap's shield, <laughs> and Cap deflects. Oh yeah, the oh, team yeah. And just wipes yeah, out that was people. amazing. I love that. Sorry, I. I just it just gets me giddy every time I see it's it. It's kind of like all those scenes where they <laughs> circle around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was one of the most amazing. It's just like, a, a dope idea. Ever, yeah, you know, just to shoot Cap's shield and deflects it and wipes out a whole group of dudes. I loved it. Yeah. So they they win the day, but there was a lot of flack at the time and probably still to this day for internet nerds about the whole defeat the enemy, like the main enemy, and then the rest of the drones die. mm Hmm. Um, kill the head of the snake. Kill the head of the snake. Kill the snake. Right. A lot of people feel that it's a dumb trope, but we, we no. himself said that basically they had already won. The portal was closed. They were going to kill them all anyways. He just sh- he just shortened the length. Yeah. So right. why not? And I kind of agree right. with it. 
Yeah. I, I completely agree. We didn't need to see cleanup of them killing the rest of the drones. Just no. have them just have them go and be done with it. Yeah, because we get more of what are they called? The Chitari. In other movies like Spider Man. Oh, that the Chitari are huge in homecoming. Yeah. Right. So which is a nice little take back. It's such an interesting take. The whole thing. Yeah. You know? But I like that. I like the I don't want some story out of nowhere. I want it to it's, be part of this universe. Right. It's a very rich, dynamic universe, and they definitely make good use of it. Mm-hmm. So. Sorry, my head's still swimming around the timeline for these movies. Mm. I'm like, well, why is Pepper in Spider-Man Homecoming? Because <laughs> 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 they broke up in Civil War. They were already broke right. up, remember? Yeah, yeah. but... The end of Homecoming happens after Civil War because Spider-Man's in Civil War. Oh, yep. true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So he gets introduced. I'm, sh- I'm sure they will uh, talk about that at some other time. Hmm. So y'all ready for some shawarma? Ugh, yeah. What is we'll shawarma? Some shawarma? It's like it's meat, a it's a Middle Eastern dish. Middle Eastern. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Food. It's like that meat that they hang and they just scrape it off and put it and on some sort of bread. And then put it in bread. like falafel. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe was telling me during the scene that Captain America was oh, laughing. The, in the end scene, end end scene, yeah. If you listen to the commentary for the movie, Whedon talks about how Chris Evans had a full beard, because this was like a year later and he was doing another movie. So they put mm-hmm. this prosthesis over his face that looked like skin, <laughs> and it looked so stupid. That's why he got his, his okay. hand up to his chin. I can oh, okay. I can hear uh, Ruff or here I could see Ruffalo laughing too. Yeah, they're they, <laughs> so they're I guess all they just had a hard laughing time. at how stupid he looked. Yes, <laughs> awesome. And he said uh, Thor's wig is a little different, something yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was like they were just kind of laughing at how absurd it was. Yeah, his hair was longer. I was like, they all look different. Well, sure. They were just in a battle for their lives. So yeah, yeah but they would have looked- uh, the posts or the mid credit scene though when I was in oh. the theater freaking out man oh yeah to finally was, see you know, the mad titan on screen because if you've seen if you well if you've seen if you've read the comic books then you know that thanos is like obsessed with death yes. so when the guy with the guy mentions like oh it'd be court it'll be like courting death and then thanos like looks back and smiles i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> to fight them would be to court death he gets a boner mm. a moaner I- i'm very oh <laughs> she got so happy I used her dumb word. <laughs> it grew on you. No, it didn't. I hate it still. No. So that's the movie. Um, I think people ended up liking this one. Yeah, yeah. Surprising as the as it may seem, it actually ended up being kind of a decent film. Yeah, it made like a billion dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but what would you rate it? You got you got ten uh, stars. Yep, ten. Angela, oh, you're going starting first? with. Oh, you. I'm going first. Well, Alphabetical. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a solid nine and a half of those stars. Nine point five. Now, Matt, I'm ready yep. for your nine point no, no. six eight four. Matt is not alphabetically <laughs> next, Joe. You would be. Uh, I make the calls here, Matt. <laughs> I give it a ten out of ten. Go ahead. At, at the time of the. But movie, I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Sorry. Fuck you, Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to break your GD spine! Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, I give it a 10 out of 10. At the time that I saw it, it was my favorite and only got replaced by Ultron. Um, 
You liked Ultron was, better than this. Interesting. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Like before the movie came out, I was like, well, this, it's got to be amazing. I, I can't see it not being amazing, but there were, I kind of questioned whether it would be better than the movies that had come out previously. It, it seemed like there would be too much stardom to go around. Yeah. It's, it was, it's a tough row to hoe. It's kind of like the, uh, <laughs> when, you know, the wings got all those star, like all oh, yeah. star players that were, you know, basically already in the Hall of Fame, and people wondered, well, are they going to be able to, like, play because there's too much ego and not a fuck? But, uh, yeah, it just it worked out phenomenally. Oh, wow, um, I forgot you were a hockey fan. How wow. dare you? He's the hockey it's, fan. I know, but it's been it's been so long since... Speaking of movies, I, Matt, there's a oh, Russian goodness. 5 documentary. Anyway. Are you ready to see yes, it? Yes, yes, I want to. They are yeah. showing it in Poho. Yep, no. Yeah. Whoa! By a port here on guy. Whoa, I'm yawning. Yep. yep, yep. So, so yeah, I give it a ten, and it's yep, it's amazing. Shannon, <laughs> I gave it a. It's still great, funny. I love the action. I'll watch this movie again and again and again, and never gets old. A nine point six. Nine point six. I don't do points. Just or had hats. to one up me. Eh? Yep. So I give it a nine. <laughs> It's not my favorite Marvel movie, believe it or not. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Doesn't mean I don't think it's the best. It's just not my favorite. Do you have a favorite? As of right now, yeah. Winter Soldier is still my favorite. Gotcha. Spy thriller dramas are one of my favorite genre of film. And because what Marvel does is they don't make superhero movies. They make genre movies. And they put superheroes in them. Um, Yeah. Iron Man 1 is still my favorite. It's good. It's darn good. Um I don't even mm-hmm. think that's Downey's best performance either. So Mm-mm. it's amazing. No, it's amazing, isn't I, it? Yeah. But what I think what this movie did is it cemented the MCU. This solidified mm-hmm. oh, it in yeah. a way financially, commercially, that uh, the other movies hadn't quite done. Um, and it paved a way for all the great movies we love. Mm-hmm. And I think that people give these dumb CGI-filled superhero movies a hard time, but they're great. I think superheroes are like modern mythology. Well, I think it's only people who are like jealous of... I don't, no, a lot of people in the industry hate it. Like, they think it's stupid. Well, yeah, because they're not in them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nor would it's they... like the one... Who is the action star that's in the Expendables? He's like, oh, anybody can do that. It's like, mm, well, you, you wish you could. I think, it's, I think it's a general view, right? That people yeah. just don't like the fact that these make all the money while art films, because they believe that the film is an art. What, art, what kind of art is Expendables? No. No, I'm not <laughs> talking not about Expendables. Ex- I'm not talking about Expendables. I'm talking about you know other Oscar-winning no. people, right? People sure. who win Oscars. Right. But, I you know, Because you can't be in a superhero film and act very well. Well, that, well I think I mean, the purpose of entertainment is to entertain Right. And not right. only are these movies entertaining, they're very well written, they're very well acted, they're very well shot, the special effects are top-notch, and they are entertaining. And most artsy-fartsy films aren't that entertaining. Well, some no. of them I mean, are. they may have a... Some of them are, but most of them, like, yeah, they have a message, and yeah, they have a... a they might be poignant, or... Well acted, they might be well beautiful, directed. or... Yeah. Right. But they're not super entertaining. They don't get me on the edge of my seat. They don't pump me up. They don't make me like. There's there's a difference too. I mean, there's a difference between that type of entertainment and this type of entertainment. This this type of entertainment is more digestible. But because it's based on such rich comic book backgrounds, we have all this. We've spent so much time, and a lot of people are you know there. There's just so much there you can think about and go through, and you can see the touches, and you can see the depths that the filmmakers. Mm put in there because they put 25 years worth of comics into a two-hour movie and you have stuff on the background, stuff on the poster on a wall. It, I mean, 
You don't get that from Transformers. No. Oh, Transformers is garbage. You know, but that's what they're comparing <laughs> Sorry, these Marvel movies to. That's the saddest thing I've ever right. heard in my so life. That's I not think, even remotely in the same And I think universe. Matt's got it right to a certain extent that it, it, there's a level of jealousy there. Yeah. But, if I mean, if you want to look at Robert Downey Jr. and you want to belittle him for taking paychecks because he's made hundreds of million dollars from these movies, which is fine. So he's, but he's, he's a good actor. Yeah. Right. He's the yeah. sixth highest paid actor in history as far as uh, the films that he's been in. But, but he he's also every dollar. Not only that, he took, like, pay cuts so that the other actors could make more. He's an awesome dude, and he acts well. Like, go ahead and yeah, be jealous. Yeah, that's not, that's not just, he's not just a dude who's not good enough for art movies. Right. right. This, this right now is just his art. So, you know. And what wonderful art it is. <laughs> you know, these are the movies that are going to make people's like childhoods better. Um, mm-hmm. And these are the movies <laughs> that are making the child in me extremely happy. Mm-hmm. So, because they're the movies I always wanted to see when I was a kid, but I never oh, yeah. got. I got stupid Christopher Reeve Superman. Horrible. You know, which was fine for the time, but it does not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> horrible you know what i mean i remember you being really excited about that movie when we were kids yeah superman he was he was my yeah. jam yeah yeah i'm just waiting i'm waiting for the day where somebody can make me a better superman movie than superman returns i'm waiting maybe maybe once all the marvel story the main marvel stories have been told maybe kevin feige will jump ship and head over <clears> to dc i no please don't uh, ever do that and you'll get it what, the thing that shocks me the most about the DCEU is they have this dearth of freaking animated movies that are, have writ these rich stories. Are so awesome. And a lot of them are very good. And there's a, quite a few of them that star Superman that are quite good. And they just can't translate to the, that to the big screen. So whatever. Hey, they could I literally like do a shot for shot remake with just people like real life people mouthing the words. <laughs> and I'd be okay <laughs> with that because it'd be good. But Whatever. I like those animated movies. They're good. I think they're the, the DC best. animated movies yeah. are good. The Marvel anime, animated movies, however, suck. So <laughs> yeah. go figure that out. <laughs> can only have so much of a good thing, babe. I guess. Right. So, guys, that was the Avengers. Uh, we talked long, but I don't know. It was fun. It was. It's, it was fun. I've been thinking. I still think it's one of my favorite Marvel. It's movies. It's real good. And when you're talking Marvel movies, you can't really go wrong. There's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's Even a the high high. Even the bad quality. ones are really good. Right? The bad ones are real good. Yeah. So. And Iron if, Man 2. If their weakest one is Iron Man 2, and they, you know, the suitcase suit is worth the price of admission for me. Yeah. Right. So, it is what it is. You know, for me, Black I, Panther is the I worst still, one they've made, but that's. Dude, I liked Iron Man 2. I still really enjoyed. <laughs> Army Hammer? Justin Hammer. Yep. I Justin love Sam Hammer. Rockwell. If, if he can come back, I'd be I happy. know, right? He's the best. Oh, he's the best. Academy Award winner. I love it. Anyways. Yeah. So that's it for this week, guys. Uh, hit us up at moviedummies.com, as always, for all the stuff. Reviews. The reviews that Shannon that writes. That Shannon writes about oh, the Walmart reviews movies. Watch. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Matt wrote a couple about video games, so suck it. Have you, Matt? Oh, I'm so proud of you. It's been a little like a week or Matt. so. but. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be on your side here. <laughs> well, I suck, so stop. <laughs> Shannon okay. and Matt were the same person. <laughs> what? Yep. That makes my marriage to you confusing. <laughs> we all lived together at the same time. Huh? <laughs> Matt, am I really the schizophrenic? <laughs> uh, 
You know, that would explain a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm a beautiful minding it. (laughs) You're my Paul Bettany. (laughs) Ooh, you're my Jennifer Connelly. Okay. (laughs) Stop talking like that. I hate that voice. (laughs) Yeah, Matt, you missed that. You'll have to listen to the last episode to understand why she keeps torturing me. Stop it! What is that all about? All right, yeah. Son of a bitch. Michael Bay. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Join us us next week. We'll be talking about Ultron. Avengers Age of Ultron. And we'll talk about whether or not they should go back and remake this movie now that they own the right to the word mutants. We'll find out. (laughs) I said our catchphrase. You missed it. Anyways. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Matt. I'm Angela. And boring. And suck oh, at Michael it, Bay. No, do it in your guy voice that you did for the Hallmark movie. Uh, yeah, Michael Bay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally not the voice you used, but no, it worked. Whatever. It was, hey, it was a voice. It was close. Right. It was a voice, and she got the thing. It was right, a voice. So. Yeah, she's been getting it Yay. right on the first try. Speaking yeah, yeah. of voices, I really gotta go. Okay. okay. Thanks for listening, Leapbacks. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity flop.